You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hot Take Hot Box. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am joined by two very special guests. I am joined by, as always, Ty Capone, the resident, uh, you know, L.A. Dodger, uh, just a, a level-headed man, supposedly. And I'm also joined by my boy, J-Pav, who was sitting, what, about 15 rows off the field last night to watch our Philadelphia Phillies close out the scummy Atlanta Braves at yeah. Citizens Bank Park. It is a celebration Monday, ladies and gentlemen. It is, um, we did it again. We had the best team in baseball, supposedly, come to Philadelphia, and we absolutely clapped their cheeks. Uh, now we move on to play the Arizona Diamondbacks. Things are playing out very similar to last year, it seems, and we're we're having we're playing a team who is uh, was is also a wild card again, and we are going to you know we are going to clap their cheeks as well in my per- in my humble opinion. But boys, how are you feeling, Ty? First, you know what was it like watching my my Philadelphia Phillies take care of business last night? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. It was uh, really good to see Orlando Arcia. The most random player that you can pick out of, you know, the league to try to, uh, you know, be a clown of the week, if you will. Because he just, you know, he, he's turning his back. He's like, you know, doing little kid motions to fans. And Okuni has to be like, yo, bro, fucking stop. We're losing the game. Like, we're about to go home. Stop trying to troll fans. We're the ones are getting trolled. Um, that was awesome to see. And, uh, yeah, just seeing the Braves. I think they're the only team in MLB history to win 100 games Back-to-back seasons and get knocked out by the same team. So, hey, they, they're making history, right? Everyone said Acuna, you know, Acuna stealing all these bases in the 40-40 club. So, more history to be made for the ATL Braves. And JPAV, how did you feel last night? Being, I mean, I saw, you know, I saw a couple of your videos. You seemed like you were having a great time. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely uh, as electric as uh, as I think everyone wanted it to be with uh, with Strider being up there. Um, I mean, I said it before. I think they overplayed that whole, uh, you know. Silence and the you know I don't want the fans. Obviously he was just just fucking around, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, but it was. Uh, I mean, we weren't as you know. It was just insane. I mean, it, it, no one ever stopped for one pitch. Um, Arcia really actually got embarrassed more than anything. <laughs> I mean, that guy. I mean, he, he got on base for a walk. They took him right out of the game, and, and I mean, <laughs> it, it was it was embarrassing watching him turn around to when he was on deck, and like everyone was talking shit, and he just turned around like he can't hear us. He, I mean. Buddy, I mean, we were the loudest as you could be. Like, it was just—it was actually wild. I mean, there was no better place to be last night. That—that's for sure. So, I mean, it was crazy to watch. Like, I've I, like I remember when I was there when the Braves clinched the division this year, and I could see up in the four hundred section, he kept turning around and chirping the fans. And I remember tweeting out that night, like, "This guy, I this guy has an enemy for life. Like, fuck this guy. Like, he just." He's just a, an absolute showboat. Keeps doing this dumb shit for no reason, and you can just tell he's a guy who he just lets that shit get to him. He came unglued in that dugout, like where Acuna. Yeah, like you said, Acuna's literally like, dude, chill the fuck out, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, he, I mean, if it, like I have more respect, I feel if it was Acuna or Riley or Olsen, like these guys are dogs that just just smash the ball. Like he's a nobody, and you're just trying to. There's no reason to do any of that stuff he was just doing. Nothing. He was a nobody his whole career until he came to, you know, 
the modern day murderers row, right. if you will. So, and he's just there because he kind of has a good glove and he hits from time to time. I mean, they they bring up that that poor sucker Vaughn Grisham to close the season out last night. I that was just sad. I that, will that say, I mean, uh, I, you know, managing and stuff like that is kind of overblown, but. Uh, I mean, Snicker got absolutely outmanaged this entire series. I was, I was just about to say, uh, Rob Thompson absolutely torched yeah. for, uh, Snicker last this whole series. I mean, I mean, Snicker left everybody in too long. I mean, it, it was actually he got torched, if anything. And it that was seemed, brutal. Yeah, it that was brutal. Leaving Elder in after he started getting rocked. Yeah. yeah. Letting him pitch to Bryce and then walking Bryce with, so with, with in, the, in the first inning with your ace. I mean, you just got to let. The, I mean, let him walk it. Right? You can't just give him the five, man. It's insane. It seemed like the it, well. It seemed from the very beginning that the Braves were kind of uh, we were in their head a little bit. Like they were a little bit scared from the Absolutely. way they were they were acting. It just it, yep. they could tell they were trying to change their you know methods from last year. They were playing simulated games and whatever. And Max Fried had a boo boo on his finger that. You know, he needed a Band-Aid to pitch with yes. in, in the simulated game. It's like, you know, we didn't have to – we heard so much shit about that, so much shit about everything else. But, I mean, I guess last pod we did, we talked about game two, and I uh, we were I was down. I mean, I'll tell you, after game two, I was very – I was upset. And bringing Hoffman in and then kind of just folding away that game, it just was – it was heartbreaking. I mean, as you guys know, I'm a big I'm a big Facebook. I don't troll, but I, I like my teams. and I, I, I block some of my best you friends do troll. on Facebook after game two, man. I'm not even kidding. Some of my best friends got the block. I, I blocked their numbers. <laughs> they told me, you know, after they, they went up by one going into the ninth, oh, they haven't hit a hard hit ball since Jay. I just couldn't deal with them. I blocked them straight yeah. up. So yeah. I mean, that, I was down real bad after that one. But you know, I gave me give myself a half hour and we we recoup. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I was down bad until I, even I woke up the next day. I still felt like absolute shit. I couldn't believe yeah. that we. It felt like we gave the series away. It wasn't like I knew we were done. It was just more like we had the opportunity. To take them out, like we had them, their foot on their throat, and we took it off, and we let a really good baseball team back into the series. But as um, as it's really become apparent, we it's very very different when the teams come to South Philadelphia to play. It is uh, a whole different a national, ball game. It's a national media thing now, man. That they're everybody's talking about the Philadelphia the fan base. I mean, I think Skip even had a little segment on it today. It was actually crazy. Ty, what is it like for you? Like, I mean, I know, have you ever been to a play? I've never been to a playoff game in Philadelphia. I, like, what do you like as as a non like you don't have a dog in the race? Kind of like, what is it like? Do you can you tell the difference when you watch the game? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's just a sea of red, and not not that there isn't a sea of blue in LA or a sea of green in Boston or whatever, but the sea of red in Philly is a little different. It's you know. The camera pans to any single fan it pans to. It's a six-year-old. It's a 96-year-old. They're freaking the fuck out. They're on their feet, hands in the air, screaming, fuck you, something. Um, and it's not even just about, you know, how crazy and vulgar and wild Philly fans are. It's just a, it's it's more about the passion. You know what I mean? Like, Cowboys fans, Giants fans, they're the ones who focus on the scumbag Philly fans. But nobody wants to talk. Like, the outside, you know, the outsiders, people always come up to me and they're like, yo, look at, look at the fucking Phillies, man. This is fucking amazing. They're about to beat, like... People that don't know really uh, much about being in Philly or being around Philly, like people down here, they, they think it's awesome. They love, love seeing the passion. And I mean, so who, how can you not, you know, love that? The places like j said, rocking from start to finish. People were tailgating at 11 a.m. And people were like, oh, my God, how could you do that? You know, people are taking off and, you know, leaving their families to go to this event. Like, it's really just... 
Insane. It's Insane. So like, I, I love it. I can I can add like I was I'm the past two years I've been blessed to be in a situation where I could just like find my way to all these games, and not all of them, but like I, I went to a few a, a good few last year, and I went to the to the A on a uh, on game one, and like crazy. Who's your sugar so, mama? What's up? Who's your sugar mama? I need to I need to get her yeah, information. Out here drawing ball balls. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, uh no, nah, so me and me and Joe Tracy went down there, and like Shut up. The, the overall vibe, like. The stadium was awesome. Like, there's a whole Xfinity right outside, just like Philly. But you could see Philly fans walking around. Like, you get and you sit down and that chop that people like over. It was so overrated. It's so so dumb out of proportion. It's not even. It's so funny. Those guys were sitting down two strike counts. There's, they got two guys <laughs> on. There's no one standing. Like, I've never seen a playoff environment where I felt like I there was like seven Philly fans and I felt like I was leading the, the crowd. I also heard that they were watching the Georgia game on their phones. So the, the person directly right. to the right of Joe and the older guy two over to the left of me, both were watching the Georgia-Kentucky football game. Blowout. And Not even, it wasn't even a close game. Blowout. Like, I'm like, if it's close <laughs> in the SEC, some SEC game, maybe have it on. Like They were just sitting down watching it on their phone. Like, ah, oh, man, it was just the, the vibe of Atlanta – even this year compared to anywhere else was not even close. Like St. Louis last year was awesome. Atlanta was an actual, like, it looked like a kid's game. It was crazy. I mean, Joe Tracy actually should have got thrown out, but we'll leave that for today. I love that. Uh, what, what's the uh, battery like? What's outside of the stadium so, like? Is the uh, drop? If you think the- about Xfinity, like, Philly Live in Philly, that's right outside the stadium. And, <laughs> like, the left field gate is basically connected to X- the Xfinity Live. That's and then there's sick. like eight or nine bars all up. It's like a two block strip, and it, it's awesome. Yeah, it's honestly wild. The trop, uh, they're they're re uh, they're gonna tear down and trying to build something right back up. And I think their idea is to do something similar to yeah. that. Have a I bunch mean, of that shit. Was electric, but but it, yeah. we were, after we left the game, the line to get into like the, the big Xfinity was, I mean, had to be a mile long. I mean, Oof. I don't know where all these people were, but yeah, it was crazy. Well, I hope they enjoy building uh, that, uh, you know, new set of bars out there in Tampa for those 12 people that decide to go to those games and the, you know, the absolute Amazon warehouse that they go watch uh, baseball games in now. But uh, maybe, well, maybe that'll, Bay, you know. Tampa Bay Rays playing in St. Pete doesn't really, uh, you know, make all the sense. But the city of Tampa doesn't want them. So and nobody yeah, wants I mean, to be in the city of Tampa. So I mean, get, honestly, an example as far as fans-wise, though, like get off of that, like, Look at the Orioles, man. Those guys haven't had a playoff game in how long? They were out. Yeah. They were re- they were just as loud as probably we were, and they got yeah. the doors blown off, man. Like no, there's just a, a difference. Like yeah, there's, just, there's there's definitely no excuse. Like I can make all these excuses. There's transplants in Florida yeah. and this and that, but like Milwaukee, same time. Min- Minnesota, same time of the day. Everybody's packing that bitch out except for Tampa. So yeah, yeah pretty pathetic. So game three. They come with the Phils come out and it's like you know it is a raucous environment. Obviously, it's a what six o'clock pitch, five o'clock, six o five, six o five, and um, it you know I I mean obviously I'm fucking nervous as shit. I'm like we have to go out there, but as the day went on, you realize we have Aaron Nola. I did not, I don't, I did not trust Aaron Nola. I will say ahead of time, I did not. I watched the man pitch all season long. He was very hit or miss. But right. what made me feel good was the fact that they were throwing a man named Blake Elder. 
right? Bryce Elder is it Bryce, Bryce Elder? Bryce, yeah, it's, Bryce. he's Blake Elder to me. I mean, I, I he, he means nothing <laughs> to me. But uh, he comes out and he looks like prime Roger Clemens in the first, uh, you know, two innings. He is, I was sh- worried, man. yeah, he is shutting people down. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's clamping up our whole team. I'm like, this is horrible. You know, we were coming back off of the, off of the Attaboy Harper stuff, and we were, we walk in with the Coach Prime merch on. You know, it, it's personal, so we were. I'm like, there ain't no way the Phillies are gonna let this happen. But Castellanos comes out, kind of gets the gets the party started, and uh, I will say right now that that Bryce Harper home run that he hit in Game Three, uh, that is up there w- with all time moments for me as a Philadelphia sports fan. Yeah. Just for the the sheer fact that when that man hit the ball, you obviously knew it was gone. But before the camera panned out to the outfield, you just saw him standing there like a he fucking did, superhero. He didn't move a muscle. No, he just stood there and watched. Like it, you can tell, like he is one of those guys that you just don't want to ruffle his feathers. You do not want to get him started because that's all he needs is a little extra bit of motivation. And he he just took it to the nth degree. I mean, he's running around shortstop looking into that man's soul, and he wouldn't even look back at him the first time. And then he hit the home run the second time, and he looked right at him again. And you just saw Arcea like, uh, uh, you know, it's. I guess we'll go through the whole game, but I mean, they blow their doors off. Castellanos hits two, Harper hits two, Marsh hits one. Who else hit another one? Was it uh, Turn? JT hit one. JT? Yeah, I think JT, JT hit a double. I know. I know JT hit a double. Uh, wait, I have it right here. Marsh. And then, yeah, Turner hit another home run in that game. So, Talk about I mean, Turner. all the boys are getting hot, other than Schwerber and Bohm, pretty much. Are, they're yeah, all. We got to do something about Bohm, man. Watch it. That, guy, sure. he was, that was tough. And stop. That's not I mean, say no. somehow, man. It's those guys, though. That's and that's the good thing, though, is that we were, you know, we, we're doing so well, and some of our better guys have not even really made their mark on this playoffs yet. It's not really hasn't done much either. No, other than that, the grand slam and Schwarber hit a double in game one. That's pretty much it. Bones had Bones had a yeah. here or there, but. I mean, especially against Strider, you throw that guy that that nasty slider. Bohm was waving at that thing in both games, like like. JT also looked absolutely ridiculous at every, at every pitch against Strider. Yeah, that man swung at every pitch. And that guy's really good, though. So it's yeah, you know he's ridiculously. Good. He's pumping a one hundred and one, and then he's dropping that curveball in there, and it's like, oh, what are we supposed to do here? But yeah, I mean, I hate that that's the guy we had to see twice, but uh, yeah, that's all right. Arcia going after the game. And saying, you know, like, oh, he wasn't supposed to hear that. And then those guys act like that's how you know those guys are really fucking soft. Is they're he acting like sad when he said, you know, oh, that's why we're not going to talk to the media or whatever. That's soft. Bro. But that's like, soft. You're, it's not about talking to the media. When you come into the locker room yelling at a boy Harper and there's hundreds of reporters in there, what do you, you think not one of them is going to go? Yeah, did you hear what he said? Like, yeah, that's a story, yeah. right? That it wasn't like they were having a secret conversation in a room and the guy leaned his ear in and heard them talking about it. He fucking that's like you said it in front of people. Other people are going to tell other people about it. That's that's life, man. So it's not really anything about the reporters. He didn't say off the record, attaboy, Harper. Like that's not how that goes. But you could just tell though the the, the chinks in the armor were there. They were they were screwed. They were absolutely screwed. And it was two one. And I mean they that though solace they had though. Was that they had Strider on the mound here in Game Four? It was like you know, well, we got we got our our guy out there. We can maybe, you know, make it happen. We can turn this thing around. I'll tell you what though, Ronald Acuna ain't no Bryce Harper, and he can win all the regular season awards and MVPs that he wants, and he can forty seventy, and he can do everything, all that shit. He came up big time short in this playoffs, man. Big time. 
Big time. I think he I had just... one, one double, and everything else he walked or uh, got out. Yeah. And he left, uh, I think, right after the game, uh, the game last night. He just went right to the bus yeah. and said, uh, nothing to say. He, he says, I got to go get on the bus. And everyone, that's the yeah, funny thing was yeah, everyone else was like sitting in the locker room answering questions. You and, you and your whole bump squad got to go hit that <laughs> yeah. bus. Up on that bus to Philly and get, get the fuck out of here. I will say one guy I want to give credit to, Austin Riley, man. That guy, I was terrified of that guy this entire series. He is a guy, yeah, that guy's a dog. He is a guy who came up clutch and played and, and, and did what he had to do to kind of keep his, his team in this series. I mean, he's the reason they pretty much won game two. And he's the reason they were even in this game, you know, had a run. Because, I mean, it's, he hit that bomb. That was it, though. Like, the Braves showed no life. What do you guys think of the, you know, I'll ask you, Ty. What do you think of the whole complaining that people are doing over the playoff format? Like, that, this, that's the reason that, you know, people have lost. Like, that, that's the reason why all these teams are losing and getting their doors blown off is because they had to wait a week to play. Well, uh, there's a lot of things Manfred does I don't like. I don't like how he eliminated game 163. I don't like some of the tiebreakers. I, I do not like the new format, but I'm not going to say that's any reason. Like, you're a professional athlete. <clears throat> you know, the whole you, you, you just played 162 games. Like, there's no reason something like, th- like that should really, um, you know, have you behind the eight ball. Shout out to the eight ball. Because... <laughs> Like, it's just such a weak, such a weak excuse. And, like, I know you're seeing the top, was it the top five uh, winning teams in the league combined for one playoff victory, right? And they were lucky they got one. They they almost all got shut out. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't I don't know how you can, like, playoff baseball has always been high variance. Always, always. The San Francisco Giants, I always speak to how when they won their three rings, Hey, guys like Travis Ishikawa just fucking going Barry Bonds nuclear in the postseason. And you're like, well, I guess this is how it is. When the Dodgers played the Braves, um, fuck is his name? Um, struggling hard. He um, he just owned us all Rosario? Series. No, he was a righty, a big, a big. Uh, oh, Soler? No, when the Red Sox, he was in the Red Sox. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. I can bring it up, but. Random guys always go off, and I, I don't think you can say, "Oh, well, you know, the extra day of rest or the, or, or the little layoff." This is the reason we, we we just couldn't wake up. It's not like you were playing a nine a.m. college football game on a Saturday where you're like, "All right, I'm struggling to get the team up." Uh, you know, it's three three at halftime. Well, it's a lot different. This is a lot different than that. So, I mean, like I, I you know, I kind of agree. Not not really agree. But I kind of also don't like the format, but you know. We're adults here. We don't. We don't need to be using these weak ass excuses or any of that. It was also Steve Pierce, by the way, who retired the next season. So that's how random the playoffs are. So I don't even know who that's crazy. I yeah. don't even know who that is. That that Three guy is in like four games. Yeah, that guy might as well work for Amazon for all I know. He might. But, uh, I guess you know. I really, other than I mean, Johan making that catch last night, unbelievable. Castellanos hitting those two home runs and then pointing to his son Liam, like you know, like that must be crazy for both of them to like watch your dad be hitting absolute nuclear cock missiles in the playoffs, and then just like being able to share that with him, being down there on on the field watching him hit those is probably unbelievable. They take him to Xfinity last night. They're raising him up like Simba, <laughs> and the place That's is awesome. going nuts. Like it. It's just an awesome. This team is such a like likable, relatable squad. Like more than I can ever really remember being a Philly or Philadelphia sports fan. Because I, even when the 08 
team was around. I mean, they were they were cool guys, but they didn't have like guys where we were like, I can identify with that guy. Like they, you know, we have yeah. guys like Garrett Stubbs, who's an absolute. He hasn't he didn't touch the field other than to maybe warm a pitcher up, and he is an absolute boozebag, acting like he's the one who carried the team <laughs> to a win. Like I love it. He's uh, he's got the best job in sports, not even a backup QB. Because I mean, if a backup QB comes in, they uh, immediately become uh, scrutinized. That yeah. guy don't give a fuck. What he's got to do. If he ever has to play, if he doesn't play good, oh well, bro. Yeah. See JT uh, tomorrow for the next four days and then go back on. Like he's never yeah. gonna play. He's not gonna play one one pitch in the <laughs> offseason. And it's just. It's the and I mean it all starts with Bryce though. I mean that none of this is possible or happens without Bryce deciding to come here, and I was that the winter of 2019 and basically taking this the city of Philadelphia and wrapping his arms around them and us you know doing the same. It's he loves this place. We love him back. He respects like he gives us the any sort of credit that he possibly can. That how much you know we he identifies with us. I mean he he plays like we would always want a Philadelphia athlete to play like an absolute psychopath, you know, hard nosed baseball, and it means as much to him. We booed him in his first season. He's like, well, I should be booed. I'm not playing well. Like it was, he's had he's done the right thing every single step of the way. And I mean it was really I I almost shit my pants last night when he's sitting there holding his elbow after that play in the eighth inning. Uh, that, I've never seen that place go silent. Man. I'm yelling, get up. Get up! Come on! I, mean, I can listen to his, his interview after game uh, after game three, and over and over again, and get chills every single time when he just kept all he talked about was like people said he was pandering. I, that was the most insane interview, and just from the heart, literally from the heart of him, I, it was insane. It's 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 truly amazing. So. I guess before we do get out of here, I didn't want to make this pod terribly long. I do want to talk about the NLCS matchup that we now have with uh, you know the the foes, the former foes of the uh, LA Dodgers, the Arizona the Diamondbacks, snakes. the Snakes. Uh, I guess you know really, how can we be worried about the Diamondbacks after we just took out the Braves? But the Diamondbacks. <laughs> are a very similar team to maybe us last year where we were, you know, that team that snuck in at the very end and you kind of underestimate them and they kind of just sneak up on you and take care of business. And I don't necessarily think that we're us, the Phillies, are going to let that happen. I don't think that the Diamondbacks have the firepower to really stick with us. They have two good pitchers and then nothing pretty much after that. They're going to have to dip into three, four starters in this series where we probably, you know, we definitely have Suarez. Suarez against their third pitcher is a mismatch no matter who they decide to throw. And, you know, I guess we might throw Walker or Sanchez, and we, you might get to see a Taiwan Walker spot start here. Oh, man, I don't I don't want to see that. Well, you know what's crazy, man? Taiwan didn't leave the top step last night. Yeah. I, I paid attention to <laughs> That's it. That's awesome. I, it was insane. He was standing on the top step. The all nine innings, every pitch, and I was actually, I, I was like, I was talking. I'm like, that's actually kind of crazy. I don't know if he's a big Ranger guy or because I don't usually see him up there. He was up on the top step the entire time. And the powder, all in. the powder blues look sick last night too. Let me just yeah, say that. Hey, there's the potential to be a great uh, uniform series if they wear the powder blues and the, and the D-backs wear one of their uh, one of their jerseys. They have nice colors too, so. Should definitely be uh, aesthetically pleasing, if you will. <laughs> but also, game one, dude. Game one's I. I I, I think anyway, it should be Zach Allen, Zach, uh, Zach Allen, Zach Wheeler, yeah, right? Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. nasty. Zach Wheeler, or Zach Allen, I should say, um, not making his return, but 
making his playoff, maybe his, his NLCS debut back, you know, 10, 15 minutes where he grew up from in South, in South Jersey. Uh, I think he's at Gloucester Catholic. Nah, uh, bishop, I think he was a Bishop guy. Bishop. Okay. He was at Bishop. Bishop Eustace. Yeah. The, the real baseball school. Yeah. The real, yeah. Right, Isn't that where Ty, uh, you guys, you guys were friends with him. Ty Mondial, right? Ty Mondial. Ty Mondial was a Gloucester Catholic guy. I was not friends with him. Oh, so. oh Jesus. Well, there you go. But, um, that's going to be exciting. That should be fun, and um, you know, pretty much the Diamondbacks need that game. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, after that, they go Merrill Kelly, probably Brandon Fott. Um, I don't think he's that great. He was pretty. He struggled all year, pretty much. I mean, his ERA, I think, was in the fives, close to six. But I mean, <laughs> against Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, he looked great the other day. But they, they always come up, come up short in the playoffs. So, uh, F, you know, Tommy Henry, Ryan Nelson, Zach Davies, the guy who divorced his wife right after she got cancer. Jesus um, Christ! Now, what do you yeah. got going on over there? Uh, yeah, I know, right? She had to go on social media to ask for help. But um, I don't Holy know. <laughs> I do like the bullpen. <laughs> Andrew Chafin, uh, Zach, um, Kevin Ginkle—they have some arms, but like you know, you 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 just got to get into that bullpen a little bit. Have them, make them have like one, two bullpen games. I think they're cooked, man. I, I don't know how they're going to win this series. I do like I do like their bats. Corbin Carroll is obviously. Kind of reminds me of Acuna, just smaller and a little bit less athletic, but he's a fireball. And white. Ketel Marte and white. Ketel Marte is hot. He um, he can heat up at any minute. Uh, Gerard per- Geraldo Perdomo, my, uh, he's been a thorn in my side literally all year. So is Christian Walker. Anytime Christian Walker goes to L.A. in Dodger Stadium, he looks like prime Barry Bonds. It's fucking absurd. Christian Walker, so, also a local guy, by the way. Did yep. not know that. Did yep. not know that. Well, I hate him. So... <laughs> And then you got uh, the younger brother of Yuli Guriel, Lords Guriel. He's hot. Gabriel Marino, they got him in a fleece of a trade. Alec Thomas, Tommy Pham, not great players. Tommy Pham lit us up in the uh, DS. So they can definitely hit the ball a little bit. But yeah, yeah, beating guys up uh, over fantasy football trades. So respect. Um, I, <laughs> I think the Phil's got this in five or six. I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if the D backs won, or at least, you know, we're competitive. Because um, they are young, they are hot. Um, I just think that maybe beating the Dodgers the way they beat the Dodgers, you know, sweeping them embarrassingly. Um, I think they might be kind of on a high still. You know, meanwhile the Phillies have been here last year; they went all the way last year. So I think that's going to play a part. Obviously, the experience, but again, you never know. Like you know, Zach Gallen could go out there game one, throw a shutout, but if he doesn't, they might be uh, they might be cooked. Of all the yeah. kind of starting pitchers, though, that like I, Zach Gallon, I know he had a great season, but he is seems like a starter that you can get. Like he doesn't have like overpowering stuff. He he he's a good pitcher, but he's not like a Spencer Strider level where he's pumping a yeah. hundred by you the whole That's time. That's what I was just about to say. I don't see. I, I don't think we should fear really any big big number one pitcher that's about to come in here because what we just did. I mean, we we didn't embarrass Strider, but we that guy had eighty pitches through five innings. Yeah. And yeah. like we, just, you know, you just get the, they've done it all year. They're the best pitchers that come in here. Don't really shut these guys down. Um, so that's why I mean, I mean, I, I just think Topper is going to be again. He's going to if he pushes the right buttons. I mean, I just don't think it's going to be super super competitive toward the end of the games. I mean, I think our lineup's going to is going to shine through. Yeah, I mean, they might take one, they might win one in uh, in Arizona. I, I don't th- I don't think they're going to win one in the, for one of the first two games, which is obviously is what they they absolutely need to do. I mean, yeah, they're not good. They can't get swept here the first two and expect to go win three straight against this team. No, That's all. you're 100 percent right. And I think 
like you said, it, it, uh, I'm going to ask you guys for predictions. I'll give mine first. I think the Phillies win in five. And I think it's pretty much – but I, the thing is, it's crazy. I think they win both at home. I don't see how one of those games – like, I really, I would love to just predict the sweep. I really think we're just going to run through them. But I think that's kind of me being arrogant and being a Phillies fan. So it's – I'm trying not to be that. But I, I'll give them one game out of courtesy. So I think Phillies win in five. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we, do we have a day off where we can pitch Wheeler in Game Five? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, so, I, I mean, the the suspected I mean, uh, like rotation is going to be Wheeler, Nola, Suarez, uh, random uh, Wheeler, Nola, Suarez is what I saw on uh, on Twitter. So yeah, I, so I mean, I just I just don't see how they're going to win two games against one of those four guys or one of those three guys. Yeah, um, Nola, I mean, he hasn't had the best uh, championship series uh, record ever, especially after last year, but. I mean, what we just saw, how can we doubt him in the past month of baseball overall? Um, and, I mean, Ranger hasn't let up. He let up one hit, which was a run. I mean, I, I just don't uh, <laughs> I don't see where they're going to beat these guys to win, to get to six games. So it's got to be five for me. Yeah. I'm going to go I'm gonna go six. I'm going to go a little – I just think the Dimebacks are a little gritty. They're annoying. They like to – they do a lot of different things. Uh, they have Evan Longoria who – you know, isn't great in this current form, but he's been here. You know, he's been there. He's done that. He has a bunch of rings uh, or does have a bunch of rings. I think he has one, actually, with the Giants. Um, and they just have a bunch of speed. Jake McCarthy, again, he, you know, he's not a good hitter, really. He, he just is there for speed. But Corbin Carroll, Christian Walker, Perdomo, uh, even Thomas and Pham, like they steal a lot of bases. They do a lot of just, you they know, they're, they're very, yeah, they put pressure on you. They're very fundamental and um, it's, they play really well with the lead. So, it, you know, it's it's not gonna. I don't know if it's gonna be tougher than you know they just beat the Braves, but especially back to back years. Last year they were right there with the Astros, so uh, it, it's just a different team, a different look. And I don't think you know they have too much familiarity with Arizona, but um, they are better. I think they match up better on paper, but the Do- the Dodgers match up better pa- better on paper than the Diamondbacks, and that didn't matter. So um, yeah, it'll be honestly. I think it's gonna be a really good series. I think the other the the ALCS is also gonna be an awesome series. Yeah. I think it's the uh, lowest combined win totals in MLB history of the four remaining teams in the playoffs. Uh, I think each team has ninety, except the Diamondbacks with eighty four. So yeah, the, the the heavy hitters, the you know hundred win teams, the teams with the big payrolls, they're not there. So that should kind of be fun and you know refreshing. I mean, I really do want to see Corbett. I, I wish Corbett Carroll wasn't playing against the Phillies. I want to see that guy. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. So, but I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm going to be definitely scared every time he steps to the plate. But yeah, man, I mean, that's one of the guys I just really want to see see play well, but not too well. You know, series and uh, <laughs> on the radio. Yeah, it'll be the lowest. I know Matt. Matt will be a disaster on yeah. that. On that <laughs> we on need that to go out and win for, game one for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. What so. Uh, yeah, I would be curious what the odds are. I really just hope they're able to uh, limp. I mean, the scary part about Corbin Carroll is like he can turn a single into like almost a triple at any given, like or a double into yeah. inside the park. Like he's so fucking fast yeah. that I mean, what he does is terrifying. So, um, boys, I, I, I'm excited. I can't wait. I mean, I might even drop another pod on uh, Monday just to just to get drive home how excited I am and how. Uh, giddy I am to get back out there on the at the ballpark and just watch yeah, I, our. I need Phillies. a stress-free couple of days. I mean, I, I, my Steelers are off this weekend, so I got nothing going for me. Uh, after I mean, when, when Craig was in the game last night, I probably could have I could have sat down and been just fine and not not spoke to anybody. So <laughs> I need a couple stress-free days here to to clear my head. Yep, nice, relaxing, and easy keel. So yeah.
Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Hot Take Hotbox. We will have another episode later on this week. We should have another episode up coming up today. We got a Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast coming up soon. So uh, enjoy. And always, as always, uh, J-Pav is going to give you some words of advice on the way out of here. J-Pav? Uh, yeah. Uh, go Birds. Honestly, 6-0.